Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong and Happy. I'm your host, Heather Smith, and I'm here with my co-host, Stephanie Richardson. And, uh, Hello, welcome everybody. To welcome to the show. Ah, <laughs> I thought we were switching roles today. <laughs> welcome we to are. the show where your wrongness <laughs> is a strongness and happiness is just a choice. <laughs> so, Stephanie, what are we talking about today? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. So today we are talking about shopping for love. Mm. I just want to let all the pictures go through people's heads. Like, <laughs> what are we talking about? Where Where are we shopping for love? What's going on? Is this, is this what a euphemism? kind of love? What, <laughs> love toys? Uh, bundle of love. <laughs> Are we going to Amsterdam? What's happening here? (laughs) So one of the ways that this topic came up is I was watching a documentary all about these men who chose mail-order brides. So they were on a website and chose you know, chose women off of these websites. Each one of them chose about five women, or most of the men chose about five or so women. And then actually went on the adventure of meeting these women and meeting other women overseas to see if they could make a love match. So Heather and I began huh. talking about this, uh, to, to, and we're sort of exploring what the topics were and um and there's so much on this topic but what we what we ultimately came away with is is not your very own guide to finding a mail order bride or mail order groom <laughs> although no. if you want one i do i do think i know a couple um, <laughs> men that if yes. you would be willing to keep them would absolutely um in, enjoy being kept um but <laughs> what we started looking at is what are the elements for you that would create happiness or joy for you in relationships? And these are not the things, what what we were mainly looking at is these may or may not be the things that you think make a good relationship. So we sort of wanted to play with how do you even begin really exploring what it is that makes you happy um, and not just the idea of what, if you had it, would make you happy (laughs) (laughs) right? in in your imagination. So, yeah. And uh, because there's a world of difference between our imagination and what we actually live with (laughs) or who we live with as the case may be. Oh, absolutely. If you don't believe me, then remember, uh, for anybody who ever remember or can remember um, seeing space food for the first time, like the, the sealed package of astronaut food, that, that seeing what that looked like on the shelf and imagining what it must taste like or be like to eat it, and then anybody who's actually put said astronaut food in their mouth, was there a difference? <laughs> you thought it was going to make you happy. Did it make you happy? <laughs> yeah, astronaut ice cream, definitely not the same as regular ice cream. <laughs> Although I, I actually do like the flavor of, of astronaut ice cream. 
Yeah, strawberry, chocolate, or vanilla. <laughs> oh, but I did stra- vanilla, vanilla, yeah. not strawberry. Um, but I did. Now here, here's here, I. You are onto something because I did imagine I had some astronaut ice cream at my house as an adult. How it got there, I'm not quite sure. Maybe it was from when I was a kid. But I um, ran out of milk, and in my imagination. Uh-huh. I was very excited because I had astronaut ice cream and I thought to myself, well, if milk is good in coffee and I don't have milk, but I do have astronaut ice cream, astronaut ice cream should be amazing in my coffee. And was um, it? Did it you is try it? no, it did not make me happy. It is not tasty at all in coffee. It's horrible. Which was, it literally was unimaginable to me that it wouldn't be good. Not just good, but great. Like, unimaginable to me that it would not be great. That I would not replace milk in my coffee forevermore with astronaut ice cream. That I was going to start a billion-dollar business with a new kind of creamer for your coffee. Astronaut creamer. It did not happen. You do not see it on the shelf, do you? No, you do not. There's a oh reason God, for that. That's so funny. <laughs> so I love this, though. I love that example because, like, how often do we look at a person, don't even talk to them, <laughs> just look at them from across the room, and we're like, oh, my God, astronaut ice cream. <laughs> there it is, my favorite flavor of astronaut ice cream across the room. Let me go to her or him. I yeah. am the coffee, and that person is the astronaut ice cream. I cannot <laughs> wait till these two things mix. It will be heaven yeah. on earth. Yeah. Everyone else uh, will be envious of this combination. No, they will not be envious of that combination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> you know, with the Internet and so many people, quote, unquote, interacting online. <laughs> um, I've noticed a rise in all of this, a rise in the, oh, my God, they're so cute in their picture. <laughs> you know, they look so charming <laughs> or sexy or hot, whatever. <laughs> and then you go to try and talk to them, and, oh, my God, <laughs> even just talking over text or whatever is like delete (laughs) delete (laughs) well that's except for how many people okay so here we were not going to go here we were not going to go here okay (laughs) And, and here we are and here we are here's the diving board and here is what i'm hoping is the deep end and not that i'm diving off a 50 meter um a 50 meter diving platform into a shallow end um, yeah. Okay, so so here's the thing, though. Have you ever found yourself in in this situation as if we don't choose it, right? Find find yourself in this situation as if it accidentally happens. No, no, no. It's this is not an accident. But for right now, I'm going to pretend like it might be an accident, like it just happened to you. I'm going to validate mm-hmm. that for just ten seconds before I burst that too. But. <laughs> Have you ever looked at somebody and you just got so charmed that you literally everything they said that counteracted the charm you discounted or you pretended like they didn't say? (laughs) I would love to pretend like this is just a high school thing or this is just a middle school thing. It's not. It doesn't happen to adults. Adults do this too. 
Yeah, all no, the don't time. choose this too, all the time. So like somebody looks a certain way and so then they, they open their mouth and then they say weird shit and instead of just going, wow, okay, that's not what I thought was going to happen here, we go, no, 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 and then you start making excuses. Like you haven't even gotten like two dates in and you're already making excuses. Like this is sort of how Trump became president, right? Like everybody <laughs> – yeah. Everybody, I heard a lot of people say this stuff. They were like, well, yeah, he said that, but he didn't mean it. Yeah, he did this, but he didn't mean it. Yeah, but certainly he wouldn't. He, and then making all sorts of reasons and justifications why what he said matched what people believed instead of, you know, just was what it was. But we do this in our everyday life. This wasn't like a political, you know, this wasn't something we only do in politics for our favorite politician. You know, this is something that we do (laughs) all the time, maybe even with job candidates. So in case you thought this was just for shopping for love for marriage, like shopping for an employee, like they, I read um, I read, um, what's it called, like, What Color Is Your Parachute or something, and they talked about in that book how people basically search for candidates in a very similar way, like, could I live with this person? Um, Much more than would this person be good at the job. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Would I like to date them? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) They're a terrible secretary. Yeah, but she's so fun to be with. (laughs) Well, that's nice. It makes your job tolerable. That's good. That's good, but not easier. (laughs) Nothing gets done, yeah. (laughs) So... so what do we do all, so, yeah. so I'm, we're setting up all the problems, but what yeah. exactly does a person do? Because <laughs> I still want to see that beautiful person and just think it's going to work out all right. Right. Well, it, I mean, gosh, there's so many different ways we could go with this. <laughs> but the, <laughs> the first thing I would say is, like, if you, like, has it ever worked up to this point? <laughs> Like, you you know, if you're that person who goes and looks across the room and sees astronaut ice cream every time, you know, it's the person that fits your ideal person, like, if you are always instantly going to, oh, my God, they're perfect, are you actually even giving them a chance to see who they really are or or be who they really are? Because it's like, as soon as we project what we hope they are and would like them to be, that has nothing to do with who they are. I mean, oh my gosh, who knows I've who been they on are. dates like that. Oh my gosh, yes. where the person where the person doesn't even ask me anymore what who I actually am or you know what I think yes. about something or what I feel about something. They literally just look at me and they go, "Oh, you're the kind of person who," and start describing yeah. who they think I am, and I'm like. There is no, I would literally have to correct this person. I would have to say, oh, well, you know, you're wrong, which I don't do, you know, right? Like, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) You're wrong. That's not who I am. And they're like, oh, even if I did, oh, no, I know you, you know, and you're like, okay, well, I'm not actually on a date with this person. They are on a date with their imaginary friend. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And that happens all day long. So it's like, I would say, and I get that I, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't notice. Well, I'm just, I'm just really seeing that I wouldn't notice if I also wanted that connection that badly. Yeah, 
Well, and that's the clincher. Like we blind ourselves with all of these conclusions of what we would like it to be. And then we really, we literally cut off our ability to see anything that doesn't match what we've decided this person is or could be or should be or we would like them to be. Um, I mean, it's a literal blinder. <laughs> it's amazing. So, so then, then you hear people say, well, why did the relationship end? Well, she wasn't who I thought she was. Well, no kidding. <laughs> I never actually met her. <laughs> yeah, not from day one, not from the first five minutes. <laughs> Okay, but this, this is the reason that Heather and I weren't going to talk about this part of it is because this is so hard for most people to look at. This is not something yeah. where it's like, but, but how else am I, how else am I going to do this, right? Like, um, yeah. I don't want to look at myself this hard because this is, this one, this one is a huge, like takes a, a lot of courage, I'm going to say, to actually yeah. go, wow, I may not actually be, I pride myself on living in the real world and seeing what's in front of me, and I would have to rewrite what I know about myself to actually look at this one. This is why we were not going to, like, go, in, go here. <laughs> we weren't going to go here, but we did. Yeah. So, well, and, and I, for me, the reason I went there is because, like, if you say you are looking for love and would actually like to have a relationship and something yeah. that could last, then this is like really pretty valuable thing to look at and be honest about because it's like if you, if up to now you've been doing the same thing of looking for astronaut ice cream for your coffee and you can't <laughs> find it, it always tastes terrible. <laughs> it always curdles your coffee. <laughs> that is exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> then you might consider that you might have to start making different choices and approach, you know, dating or approach how you're looking for a relationship in a different way so that you can have success. You know, if you really are uh, looking for something that works and what you've been choosing up to now has not created that, then the fastest way to create what you'd really like to have is to change you. And I'm not talking about Wait, changing I, who you are, yeah, thank but you. changing thank you. your perspective or changing your approach or changing your level of honesty with yourself and what it is you're really looking for. Yeah, thank you. That was That was an amazing clarification too because I was like, you don't yeah. ever have to, you don't actually have to change you, like who you actually are, yeah. but you may have to change the way that you approach things for sure. And, and by saying you may have to, that's really, I mean, you, like. <laughs> Only you know. I'm under, I'm, yeah, and I'm, I'm sort of under, you know, understating <laughs> that. <laughs> it's like if you're, yeah. if you're getting what you always got, and you're doing what you always did, you may have to do something you hadn't done yet. Um, yeah. So, so I would love to go two directions. Let's see if this actually works or see what you get about mm -hmm. this. But I would love to talk about how you begin to actually really look at what, um, 
at what would make you like what would actually be joyful for you in relationship. So, you know, like, yeah. okay, so now I've recognized that you actually cannot, I'm still baffled by this, by the way. Um, I don't have any more clarity about why astronaut ice cream doesn't make good creamer for coffee. Um, but being upset about it doesn't seem to make it work any better. So I've right. decided to just move on and get creamer that I actually like, right? So what is that creamer that you actually like? How do you discover it? instead of keep trying to find like the astronaut ice cream that will work, like how do you actually <laughs> find the creamer that will work? Um, and, and how do you start noticing those things? Cause I think that a lot of people have preconceived notions about what they'd like to have and they all sound very similar. So it really, yeah. like if you, anybody's ever read a dating website, then you know that pretty much almost any two people should fit together just fine. Right? Like, <laughs> If you're just going by profiles and what people say they want. So obviously we're actually looking for something different. And I think a lot of people haven't even, haven't even had anybody suggest another way of finding what you, what would actually work for you. So, you know, there's lots of things on how to get a woman. There's a lot of things on how to keep a woman or there's, well, more about keeping a man. Um, there's a lot of stuff on the market for how to find a man and keep a man and all of that kind of stuff. But there's not really much on the market as far as um, really knowing what's true for you about what would make you happy. So we're stuck with words like, I want a woman who's laid back and confident. <laughs> and then there are right. with a bunch of women who say they're laid back and confident. And the, those should work together. And right. they don't. Right. Well, the first thing that comes to mind with that is the difference between what uh, people like, what people say they want, and what they actually desire to live with may not be the same thing. So, and it's like if you don't really know yourself that well, then it can be difficult to really get clarity about what would work for you. So it's like, um, I, I guess I could, I'll use an example. Well, I'll use my husband as an example. I like how you feel befuddled. Like right now, I rarely feel yeah. Heather get befuddled by something. Whatever, whatever it was you were just looking at, I was like, what just happened? She just went off yeah. We were on clear, we were on clear ground. We were moving and then (laughs) it would be like going biking, like you're biking. Has anybody ever been biking in, I keep seeing Hawaii, so you can go biking down a, um, down a volcano in, and not even off, you can go off-roading, you can do it the off-road version, you can also do the road version, and I was thinking about the road version, and, um, and so, like, you go, you do these switchbacks, right, so you, you know, you go down, and you do a big curve, and then you do another curve, and then you do another curve, and it would be like some, being with somebody, and they're with you, with you, with you, and then just all of a sudden, they weren't on the mountain anymore, they weren't on the mountain anymore. They went (laughs) off-roading. On, yeah, on a road bike. What just happened? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, 
I think I was going into the depth of how confused people are <laughs> with what would actually work for them. I mean, so I was, I like got a, just a godzillion different examples of where people are like blank on knowing what they would actually like to have, which is really funny. So <laughs> it's like, I mean, it could be basic stuff. Like, are you the person who likes to stay home and read books or are you the kind of person who likes to go out, you know, three nights? a week to a nightclub it's like getting to know yourself is it doesn't have to be some deep profound thing it can be some of the basic things do you like to cook your own meals or do you like to eat out all the time (laughs) and being honest about it I I was answering a questionnaire the other day and you know, there was a lot of stuff that for me, I was like, well, I don't really care. I don't really care. I don't really care. I don't really care. And then all of a sudden I was like, wait, I don't really care about any of these individual things. Uh-huh. Um, and for the most part, as long as the person doesn't care if I don't do absolutely everything with them, then I don't care about any of it. But it struck me part of the way through that I was like, oh, but I am bil- building a character. Yes with the choices that I'm asking for, I was like, oh, okay, huh, oh, this is so weird, because when it comes to a real person, there's not really that much that is particularly a a requirement, um, except for that I can do whatever I want whenever I want, and that they can do whatever they want whenever they want. That's a pretty big requirement, but that wasn't yeah. in the questionnaire. <laughs> like that wasn't right. that wasn't one of the things that they asked me. Um, and so, yeah. it, so I could very much clearer, much more clearly say what it was that I enjoyed than I was able to say what the other person should enjoy, which was actually an interesting. It, it was interesting to see that right. that I, you know, I had to create a sketch of a person that. Um, and I had to care more than I cared about anything for, like, really, in order to create that sketch. That was a weird moment. Yeah. Well, and that speaks to how different you are, too, because that's very different than most people's requirements. Most people are like, no, they have to be Republican, you know. Right. <laughs> or they have, like, people, a lot of people have specific things that if they don't have that, it's not going to work for them. So, like, if so how do you get those, real honest about that? I, I would say it's just a choice. It's not how. It's like, uh, so how I've done it in the past for myself is that I made a list. I literally wrote stuff down, and I was like, okay, if I know no one is ever going to see this list, I never have to tell anybody that this list exists, and I never have to let anyone know anything about it. (laughs) It's just for me and just for fun. If I was saying what I truly, truly desire, unedited, unfiltered, and even the stuff that I think is impossible to have and doesn't exist in another person, (laughs) I'm going to write that down. (laughs) I'm going to make that list. So that was how I did it. And it was, it was very insightful for myself, too, because there was a lot of things that I was like, I hadn't really considered. And I'm like, is this important or isn't this important? I mean, I was really honest. I, did, I asked myself questions like, 
does penis size matter to me? <laughs> does yeah. it matter if it's a man or a woman that I have a relationship with? Does right. it matter? That's a very uh, small penis. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like, like, really, I mean, if you're talking about how would you like your, to be living your life, you know? Yeah. What, what is important? Um, well, that was one of the, I mean, I, admitting that aesthetics is a huge deal for me um, was something that I didn't really want to look at, right? Where not just uh-huh. a person, like weirdly enough, like of a person, yes, but more about how someone lives. Interesting. Um, like, I would like, love do they have a think, clean house? Or a, do they have, they not a just a clean house, like... Well, yeah. Are, are they a slob? Yeah. Are they a slob? Um, are, do they like beautiful things? Are they willing to have beautiful things? Um, is the way that stuff is arranged actually of value to them? And then we don't have to, like, the, the, it's not stuff that has to be exactly the same. But when somebody has, um, I saw a picture not too long ago, and, and the guy had a picture of his dog in a very um, poised stance on the couch. And behind Uh it, I saw that he had a painting of the dog um, on (laughs) a painting of the dog in the background. And I thought that was the most hilarious thing ever. And I just got how, like what the guy actually appreciated, right? And like his, the stuff on his bookshelf was neatly arranged. He had some artwork on there that was really pretty. He had family photos on there that were really well arranged and, you know, nice on there and then had the dog. And then the sort of joke of the dog in the same pose in the background in another direction. (laughs) And I was just like, this is someone who has both a sense of humor about it and also has the aesthetics, like enjoys the aesthetics of things, like how things look. The dog's name is Bella, which means beautiful. Um, And so um, that didn't mean that I, I rushed to this person is perfect. It just was one of those things where I was like, oh, this person has an aesthetical awareness. Um, has an aesthetical awareness, like a way of looking at the world that would actually jive with what's important to me. I'm like, I'm an, I am an artist. I do like living in a beautifully arranged home. I do like living where there's lots of space and cleanliness. But that was something for a long time I don't think I would have admitted because I also like to think of myself as being really like, easygoing and like oh it's fine if you don't like nice things like I didn't want to be a snob or stuck up or you know like uh, whatever yeah another thing I want to point out with that though is is realizing that everybody has a different definition of everything so like what's your definition of easygoing you know and what is it like if you have something that's kind of a generality of a personality trait like that, you actually might want to look at what does that mean to you? Because it's like, you know, your, your definition of easygoing could mean you don't stress about stuff. Whereas another person's definition of easygoing could mean they like to always have the weekend off and be on the couch all weekend or you know it's like <laughs> they're, oh yeah kind of, you know like the definition of love everyone's idea of love is 
is different, really. And when I you, would say that everyone's definition of easygoing is also different because I see a lot of people yeah. talking about being easygoing. But when you read just a tiny bit further in, there's nothing easygoing about them. They're like, I hate this. And if you're like this, then you better step off. And if and I'm like, that's not what I get. Like, there's like, I'm so easygoing. And then they have like 1800 definitions of what they can stand and what they can't stand. <laughs> right. So like a person like that, their definition of easygoing might be somebody who totally agrees with them. it's like yeah it's easy because we never disagree about anything (laughs) you think everything I say is right that's easy going that's easy (laughs) that's easy going (laughs) and now let's get going (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so it's really I mean people are crazy and weird and have all sorts of things they don't reveal for a long time So, like, this this kind of honesty, you know, with ourselves makes it so much easier to have clarity about what you're being presented with and what it, if it will work or not. Or if you're willing to explore if it'll work or not, you know, try things out and see what, what's love, important and what's not. Oh yeah. I would Go love ahead. to give people a dare. Anybody who's ooh, doing yeah. now, if you're in a relationship... <laughs> Oh, ooh, okay. <laughs> ooh, the stakes are a little bit higher if you're already in a relationship. Okay, here's my dare. Should anyone choose to accept it, and I, I you know, I'm going to just tell you in advance, I cannot guarantee you what the outcome of this exercise will be. <laughs> so this is only for the brave and daring um, or the people who are willing to fake being brave and daring. <laughs> um, so, if you are if you are dating, if you are actively looking for someone to be with and you are going on dates, my dare for you is to actually listen to everything the person says on the first three dates without trying to get in their pants. The entire first three dates, actually listen to what they say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And without making any decisions about who they are, like without going, oh, that means that she's this or that means that he's this, don't make anything mean anything. Literally listen to every word that they say. And whenever you're done with the date, go home and actually write down what they said without making as much as you can remember it, not word for word, but just like, you know, make notes of what it was that they said without your point of view about it, like without, so she's a good person or so he's a good person or um, so that means this or that means this, just, just write it down. And if they tell you that they are a, um, if they tell you're a bitch, that they're a bitch, write it down. If they tell you that they're an asshole, write it down. If they tell you that they're, um, that they're incapable of being practicing fidelity, write it down. Like don't take it as a joke, anything like take everything just and put it down as face value. If you're already in a relationship, this is the one that I went, (laughs) 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 same thing. Except you don't have to make notes. You don't have to make notes, but but I dare you to go on, you know, three dates with your significant other and actually just listen to what they say for exactly how uh-huh. they say it. Not, not for the way it agrees with what you already think, not for the way that it disagrees with anything you think. Just listen. 
And you don't have to be quiet the whole time. This isn't about being quiet. You can interact. But a lot of times what we do is we try and make everything that the other person says about what we agree with it or what we disagree with it. And I'm, I'm daring you not to make anything about what you agree with or what you don't agree with. Just listen, be interested. And then if you ask a question, um, don't see if it, don't ask a question to get them to agree with you more or disagree with you more. Just ask them more about what they think and see what happens. Mm, see what you it might accidentally get you. It might accidentally get you laid, but. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it could. <laughs> but that's not why I'm, that's not why I'm suggesting it. <laughs> that's, that's an added bonus. That's, um, yeah, that's just, that's, that's just, that's just the, the sugar on top. Yeah. Uh, you might learn more about, the person that you're with and what's actually going on with them and how they actually function. (laughs) Um, That isn't just how we believe they are or would like them to be. And uh, and I I think maybe we could leave the call with this too of, of, um, you know, what, like being willing to just look at the person in front of you, like with what Stephanie, what we were just saying without, um, judging what they're presenting as right or wrong or good or bad and also not doing like the checklist of what you have in common. Oh, I like that too. Oh, they don't like that? Hmm. Like <laughs> dropping that <laughs> and just see what they reveal. You know, so many people will really reveal a lot about who they are and how they function and what's true for them. Uh, quickly and easily, you know, just with some basic conversations at dinner and wherever, doing whatever. Um, So pay attention to that, like Stephanie was just saying, and uh, look at it, actually look at it at face value without trying to interpret what it might mean. And just see what you notice, you know, see what you learn. Um, Because people are, in a lot of ways, can be very honest about who they are but not because they're saying, quote, unquote, what's true for them, but the stuff spills out of their mouth. <laughs> you know? It's the offhand comments that it's the, the remarks on things or, or how they ask you questions or how they present things to you that are all revealing. <laughs> I had a dating coach. I had a guy dating coach give me, uh-huh. like, the best tool in the world, and it really was. It was um, – they will tell you the truth on the first date. They will tell you mostly the truth on the second and third date. After that, you're shit out of luck. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was mainly that was mainly a guy telling me for women dating men. I don't know that women I don't know that women do the same thing. What his what he said and mm-hmm. and guys you may or may not agree with this, but um, what he said is most guys, they want to be honest up front so that they can always know themselves that they gave you the information and you chose to move forward anyway. So they may joke, they may joke about right. it, but really it's not for you that they're telling you. It's really for them that they're telling you. I told her I was a cat and that I couldn't keep my dick in my pants. I told her that on date one. And then from then on, like, I know that I told her, like, I didn't have to tell her again. I told her once 
And that's why you listen literally to every single word that the person says. And even if they jokingly tell you something like that, and here's where guys will be like, no, sometimes I joke and I don't mean what I say. And I'm like, "Mm." I had somebody not even on a first date, but on a first meeting, um, because I had, I used to go out to breakfast a lot and I was at a breakfast (laughs) counter and the person literally was like, oh no, I need to live within four blocks of the bar. (laughs) <laughs> I, need to be able to, I need to be able to walk home every night and then wow. <laughs> revealed yeah. several other revealed several other things and then also at the like walked out the door was like oh my god it was such a pleasure meeting you I, I hope to see you again and I was like oh great and um and then they walk out the door and then like 30 seconds later they rush back in the door and he's like oh basically by the way I have seasonal affective disorder <laughs> What? <laughs> and this is the first time that I've been happy in like three months. I was like, oh, thanks for telling me. And then right, ran right back out the door, right? Like oh people God. will tell you, right? Like, so he gave me all the information. He gave, I'm going to be a drunk and yeah. I'm unhappy at least three months out of the year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And it, I mean, people are literal at the things they reveal so often and like, take note, <laughs> take note. They will take tell you, don't be note. shocked three years into the relationship that you find out that the guy is unhappy three, at least three months out of the year <laughs> and it gets drunk at the bar every night. <laughs> like yeah. he told you, he told you date one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Well, we hope this contributes something to your dating life. <laughs> Even if it was just laughing at our expense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, indeed, indeed. Or dreaming how I would never do such a thing to you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Or how Heather may one day become single and she might be yeah. the perfect girl for you. Maybe one day. <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> All right, everyone. <laughs> Another episode of the Good Girls Guide to Being Wrong and Happy. <laughs> See you next week, uh, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern on Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> mm.